This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Terry. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Great. So here we go. Got your three headlines. Tell us the real one. You're going to Kings Island, okay? Okay, great. All right. Is it A? A guy is accidentally released from jail and his wife makes him go back. Is it B? A DUI suspect tries to claim his dog was the one driving. Or C? A fisherman has his fish stolen by two amateur pirates in an inflatable dinghy. I think I'm going to go with B. Yes. All right. Yes. Love it. But. But you couldn't have gone wrong today because all three of them were real. So you were going to Kings Island no matter what. Great. Thank you. I know. So let's start with the one you picked. A 56-year-old guy named Scott Garrett recently got pulled over near Port St. Lucie, Florida after cops saw him swerving all over the road. They smelled alcohol on his breath and he was also slurring his words had bloodshot eyes, couldn't walk straight, and there was an open bottle of Sailor Jerry spiced rum on the passenger seat. Wow. Case closed, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, when they asked him to take a sobriety test, he tried the whole one of my relatives is a cop thing, which didn't work. He also asked if they could just give him a ride home, and they said no, obviously. So then he got creative. He started talking about his dog that was apparently still sitting in the car and claimed the dog was driving, not him. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, now that's where it starts to make sense, right? He eventually took a breathalyzer and was three times the legal limit. It's his fourth DUI he is due in court next month. Also, a 38-year-old guy named... James Reinerson was in jail in Grand Junction, Colorado last month for his trial for menacing, disorderly conduct, and trespassing. But the sheriff's deputies got him confused with another inmate, and they let him out early. He never bothered to correct them, even when they called him by the other guy's name, and he even signed that guy's <laughs> name on the exit paperwork. Well, heck no, man. If they're going to let you, See you out, later. I'm going to. <laughs> Well, that's what James did. He headed home to surprise his wife. She responded by forcing him to go back to jail. She even drove him back there herself. When it was all said and done, he was only out of jail for about two hours total, but now he is still facing a bunch of new charges, including escape, forgery, criminal impersonation, and theft. Oh, man. On the bright side, the sheriff's department says that thanks to his wife, it did not turn into an even more serious situation, which could have wound up way worse for James. 
And finally, a fisherman was working about three miles out at sea in Devon, England over the weekend when suddenly two men in a white inflatable dinghy paddled up to him. They threatened him with a knife and then cut his nets and stole some fish. Then they paddled their dinghy away. Yeah. I just, when you tell that story, I just picture them on a huge white swan floaty. (laughs) Pool float. The cops are trying to track him down. All right. Playing more board games is one of those things we all wish we could do more, wish we had the time, you know, like traveling. But life always seems to get in the way. According to a new survey, people only manage to get a group together to play board games an average of five times a year, and even that seems like a lot. Yeah. What was the last board game you played? Mm, I would say it was either Monopoly or Risk or, I don't know, what's that one that you play with dominoes? Chicken, chicken foot? I don't know that one. They call that. <laughs> I don't know. The reason I say that is because, you know, every summer traditionally, Kristen's family would have me up at their lake house in New York, which is actually she's on her way up there now. And, you know, we'd often play board games like out on the picnic table. Yeah. Does Cards Against Humanity count? Yeah. Sure. Of course. Okay. For sure. <laughs> That's what that was going to be mine. Yeah, I was like, so it's not funny. really like a board game, but it's it's a game. Essentially, like a game. game. Yeah, that you actually sit down and when play you get the with friends, the, and you get at the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Scott's like his close group of friends. It's their Christmas tradition. Like they all sit around the table and play cards, cards against, against humanity. <laughs> it gets interesting. It does. <laughs> yeah, the majority of time that people do get together, it's usually people playing. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Games with their family. But the survey also found 17% of us have actually caught someone cheating in a board game. Yeah, you know, I don't think Why I've ever you, noticed. You know, I'm not looking age. for it. Right. Hey, I want to be the banker when we play Monopoly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. I used to play Yahtzee a lot with my nephews, my nephew Jacob, and I would like turn around and he would be flipping the dice over to get like, you know, three or four of a kind. And I'd be like, wait a minute. What are you doing? just get four twos. <laughs> 12% of us have tried to psych someone out during a game so they screw up. Boy, that is competitive, isn't it? Yeah. you got to be really into the game if that's yes. happening. <laughs> if you're an adult and you still think winning is everything. Yes. So how did you catch someone cheating at a board game? Yeah, I did play Monopoly with someone once who 
kept on like buying houses and hotels and I, I don't think they were putting the right amount of hotels. Like I would look and I'd be like, wait, a I feel like there's an extra house that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. They would add a house? Yes. See, the way that I'm I used to cheat, though, is I would Sneaky. always, like Tim was saying, you would want to be the banker. And then when you had to pay yourself $200 or whatever, mm. you just gave yourself like right. an extra hundo in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. 513-749-2320. How did you catch someone cheating at a board game? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.